Father God, as we go forth in your word tonight, I thank you that our hearts are open and receptive, God, to receive the word of life on tonight. I thank you, Father, that it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me because I have been crucified in Christ. And I give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We have been teaching on pride. And I'm going to go over that a little bit, and we're going to move forward with um, something that I'm going to do tonight. So, dealing with pride. The last thing we talked about was pride stops us from praying for for others. I went in um, Luke 18, and that was at uh, 18, verses 11 through 14. We know this is dealing with the Pharisee who was um, praying concerning himself, and he was in pride. He was not thinking about anyone else but himself. So when we come to the Lord in prayer, we don't make it about us. He was making it about him. and But the other man, the tax collector, he just didn't even lift up his head. He beat on his chest, and he recognized that he needed the Lord. So when you go into pride... You don't recognize no one else but you. you lifting you up. It's all about you. And I went over John 17, verse 1, and I used Jesus as an example of how we supposed to be. It does not supposed to be about us. It's supposed to be about him. Even when it was time for Jesus to die and to leave the world, he said in John 17, 1, After Jesus said these things, he looked, raised his eyes towards heaven and prayed. So Jesus was looking up to heaven and he began to pray. Why? Because he was looking up to God, his father. So the first thing we have to do is acknowledge God as being our father. When we go into prayer, we're not looking at ourselves. We're looking unto him. We're trusting in him, knowing that we cannot do anything without him. And that's what Jesus was doing. He looked towards heaven. I gave you Psalms 103, 19, that says the Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules over all. Jesus knew where his father was. He um, looked up to him. He knew his throne was in heaven. And we see that he called him father. When we acknowledge God as being our father, we're acknowledging him as our father because we know that he's our protector. He's everything that we need. We can go to him because he loves us. We can depend on him. So Jesus knew that he could depend on the father outside of what he was going through. When we look at Isaiah 63, 16, it says, For surely you are our father, and even though Abraham, our ancestor, does not know us, and Israel, Jacob, does not acknowledge us, you, O Lord, are still our father, our redeemer from everlasting is your name. So they recognized him as being their father. So once we recognize who God is, that he is our heavenly father, that we can look to him until we do that, We're going to be in self. We're going to depend on self. No matter what happens, we're going to look at us instead of looking to God. And then he said his hour has come. We verify that in John 12, 27 through 33. 
when we look at his hour has come, it was not happening right then, but Jesus recognized his time of departure. It was at hand. He recognized that he was going to die. He was going to be crucified. So even through all the things that we go through, and I believe all of us go through a lot in life. We go through a lot, you know, in the home, outside the home, in the church, outside the church, we go through. I don't think it's a single person in here that has not went through some sort of crisis that was horrific, that just almost took your breath away. Or it may be some hurt you have experienced through the years. It may be hurt you experienced on the job, in the home, in the church, whatever it may be, you go through. But even in Jesus going through, he knew to look to the Father because he trusted the Father. Though I'm going through, I know I'm not alone. Though I'm going through, I know you're here to help me. I can depend on you regardless of what's going on around me. I'm recognizing it's not about me. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your kingdom come. So Jesus was out to do the will of his Father. He didn't make it about him. Jesus was looking unto God. And then he said, glorify thy son that thy son also can glorify thee. Jesus knew that once he was um, on that cross, it was going to bring some glory to, to the father from him. So he wanted his father to be glorified. And that's how all of us should look at it when it comes to pride. When it's not about us, God is being glorified. When we're making it about us, God is not being glorified. So whatever we go through in our lives, when we make it about us, God is not being glorified. Jesus was in a, uh, at the point of death, yet he did not glorify himself. He knew the glory that was coming through him was going to be because of the Father. But he had to die in order to bring God that glory. So we have to die to self. How many know dying to self is not an easy task? How many really know dying to self almost kills you? It almost knocked you off your feet to die to me, myself, and I. Sometimes we'll say, well, I'll die to I, but me going to stay here a little while longer. I'll die to me, but myself is still going to be here. Come on, you're dealing with me, myself, and I. You, you know, you got to kill them off one at a time. And sometimes it takes a while to kill them off if you've been with them so long. If you've been with them from out the womb and you've been raised in pride, you've been raised making it about you and about nobody else, you ain't going to see nobody but yourself no matter what the case is. So saying all of that, God has given me a little exercise. And this exercise that he has given me, I know I get some volunteers. You don't know what you're pulling out of this basket. But once you pull it out, I'm looking to you to carry it out. And I'm looking to the ones that have been in here with the teaching, have been listening online. Just come up and get you a piece of paper. And when you get that piece of paper, I'll tell you, well, some of the paper tell you what you have to do anyway. So who want to come up? Come on. Come on and pull one. There's more than them up in here. I got some, a lot more. Now, hold off on yours, and Jennifer, hold off on yours, and I'm going to tell them about, I'll tell y'all. 
I got a lot more. Come on. Come on, class. Come on, children. Come on, pupils. And Calvin, yeah, you need some Lord have mercy. Come on. Okay, Corner, you got the last one. Now, the ones with the bigger sheets of paper, the ones with the bigger sheets of paper, you need to get someone to do that with you. It's a skit. Read it over. Yes, if you got the bigger pieces, I believe it's Kathy, Athea, Quana, and Jennifer, and Tyson. You need to get someone to um, do a skit with you. Now, the ones with the little sheets of paper, I want you to come up, read it out, and answer the question. Y'all can have time to sit down and get y'all together. And y'all need a mic. Thank you, Athea. So the ones with the little sheets of paper, once she gets you the mic, you can come up and read your sheet of paper. And I mean explain it well. Okay. The ones with the little sheets of paper. Now, the ones with the big sheets of paper, you're going to need someone to help you with that skit, to play that skit out. But it needs to be played out just like that paper is saying. I wanted to make it real. Okay, Gloria. Um, my um, question is, what does it mean to deny yourself? The Bible says that if any man wants to be his disciple... He has to lose um, sight of his own interests, deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow Jesus. So what does it mean to deny yourself? Give up all rights, everything that you want to do, put it to the side so that God can use you and you can follow him. You can't um, have what you want before doing what he wants you to do. You have to let go of stuff that you want to do, stuff that's important to you, even family, your job, not saying that you don't go to work, don't say, not saying that you don't love your family, but you got to let them go and put God first and deny yourself, and it's going to hurt, but when you deny yourself to follow God, you're dying every day, and it does hurt. Amen. Lori, you can leave it on each time. Just leave it on. And it might be quicker for them to use hand sanitizer instead of pulling those, wouldn't it? Okay, mine say, how does pride stop you from seeing you? Say that again. How does pride stop you from seeing you? Okay. Uh, one way, uh, like if you got something going on, you're always seeing everybody else instead of yourself. Uh, an example, like just say if it was a problem between me and Manny, well, it could be my fault, but I can not want to take the blame, but constantly push it on him, you know. So that's one way pride can stop you from seeing you, you know, you see everybody else wrong, uh, except your own. Uh, an example like the tax collector and the uh, and the uh, the Pharisees, yes, you know he 
the uh, Pharisees saying the tax collector, but he wouldn't. He didn't see himself. So that's a good example there. Amen. Who's next? Mine is, what does pride lead to? Pride leads to offense. It can lead to strife. And if somebody um, offense, like at work, for example, she brought, she brought it to me, and I took offense to it. So the, like the scripture says, woe to the ones that bring offense. That what happened that day. And um, pride also only sees yourself you're not seeing others it stops you from praying for others it stops you from doing stuff for God seeing God for who he is and um it also leads to other things it's about yourself and in my um reference that I did it um self um self demotion self-absorbed and self, um, like tearing yourself down, all that comes from pride. And that's what I do sometimes. So, um, with, um, and even having that self-demotion, it, pride has, leads you to have a pity party. Okay. Mine says, does pride depend on self? Pride does depend on itself because it says how. Because pride, just like the example Calvin gave about his modernist yard, how his wife volunteered to help, but pride come in, he felt like she couldn't do it like he can do it because he was worried about how she's going to make yard look. And I've been guilty for that too because when I do things, pride come in because we think sometimes can't nobody do it like we can't. It can't get done unless we do it that way. And that's how pride can step in with us. Okay. Mine is, does pride stop you from praying for others? Yes, it does. First, pride. First, you got to know what pride is before you know if you have it or not. Because I didn't use out. I didn't used to think I was a prideful person, but I was. Because pride is about. It's all about you to raise yourself up, to exalt yourself, and think is nobody else but you, your way or no way. So pride can stop you from praying for others because you're so into yourself and you don't see nothing wrong. And one of your friends could be going through, but you with your prideful self saying that's what they get. They should have listened to me and this, that, and the other. 
So pride can stop you from praying for others because you won't be able to hear God because you're so prideful and you think you're so right. So you won't be able to hear God when he's speaking to you. You don't hear but what you want to hear, but you don't hear the word of God. You start acting worldly and hearing worldly things because, like I say, you exalting yourself. You're raising yourself up and you're not thinking about others. You're putting yourself before you're thinking before you're putting others. Is that all the little papers? Okay. Do not get rid of those papers. You're going to have uh, something else to do with what you have. So what's the first skit? You second? Okay. Hold on to it. Lord have mercy. Jennifer. Yeah. You know what just happened? What? What happened? I stepped in some of that dog mess out there. How many times have I told you? All I, Jennifer, all I ask you to do is when I come home, clean up after these animals. When's the last time they had a bath? I don't know. I've been busy. I had time to give them a bath. Look. Look at this. You see all these dishes in this sink? I just got off work. What have you been doing all day? I could have any woman I want. Any woman. And I settle for you. You going to do like I say do around here? Or there's going to be some change going on. No, what, what's it going to be? Well, i tell you what you can do. You can leave like you came looking. How about what? that? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Come here. We ain't going to be having this no more. You going to give right that dog a bath? You right about that. <laughs> you right about that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to talk to my father. Just, give, just hold that you right You better go talk to somebody. <laughs> Holy Spirit. Pray to him. <laughs> Holy Spirit. Do what you need to do. Now, I ask you for a husband. But, <laughs> God. Lord, help me get myself together. Help me get myself together. Jamie, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've been slack and in my animals, and I told you I would take care of them, and I didn't do it. I let it go. And I was just off today and just didn't handle things. And, um, and that ain't the way to be. I don't mean to aggravate you. We shouldn't be that way. Husband and wife shouldn't be that way. We ought to try to work together. And and uh, I just, you know, I have my, you take care of things, and then I have the things that I take care of, and I didn't take care of them. So, um, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I really am. I shouldn't have. Just don't let it happen again, okay? Well, I'm going to try not to. How All about right. that? Okay.
Hey, Deacon. Rick. Hey, sis, how are you? Good, how are you? Yes, sweetie. How you doing? Great, how are you? Oh, I tell you, I'm just so blessed, sister. I tell you, you know, mm. I'm just, I mean, I just got it going on. Yes, I mean, yeah, God is good. He's all good time. all the time. Yes, he is. Yes, yes. Yes, Yes, yeah, all you have to do is serve him. He, he's good anyway. He was good even when, when we didn't know him, he was good. He's good all the time. Yes, his goodness. The goodness of the Lord drew us to salvation. That's right, that's right. And you know what? I look around and I look at myself and... <clears throat> You know where I come from, and you know the things that I've been through to get where I am. Yes. You know I got my own business now. You do. Yeah, you know I was. Your own business. Yeah, from own business to now. God be the glory. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I remember when I started out, I was uh, working for this contractor. Long mm-hmm. hours, you know, sixteen hours a day sometimes. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They work for me now. Why? Well, look at I got, God. I got about five trucks now. Yes. I'm annoying it. See, I'm annoying. See, God is good. Oh. And God loves me. I'm annoying it. Yes, He does see, love you. Yes, so, he loves me so, too. So, so I went from like the bottom to the top. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And and I got about I got I got two Mercedes now. Okay. And finna Praise get a, God. And finna get a Bentley. Ooh. I'm so annoying, girl. See, you know well, what? That's, 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 I, see, I'm just so annoying. I'm so annoying, and I, God just loves me so much until where He just give me oh. He give me everything that I desire, and He give me a little more too. Oh, so, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So don't nobody see. See, I know something. See, he loved me more than he loved. He loved me more than he loved some of the others because you know what? I got a whole lot more. Really? I got a whole lot more. And oh. and, 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 and and guess what? And I ain't bragging. And I ain't bragging. And guess what? Mm-hmm. I, I got over a million dollars saved up in the bank by now, right now. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. What to God be the glory? Oh yeah, he's good to me. He's good to me, and mm-hmm. I ain't. Yeah, I, I ain't. I ain't. I, ain't, I ain't, I ain't prideful. I I I I I I ain't bragging. I'm just I'm just telling you like it is. I mean, you know, I'm just anointed and I'm upon it. Yes, well, God's good to all of us, you know. God God loves everybody. He has no respect to persons. Mm-hmm. Well, how good is he, how how good is it to you? Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's just good. He's sweeter than the honey in the honeycomb. You got your own business and everything too. Well, no, but that doesn't have anything to do with anything. Get up, you get almost a million dollars saved up in the bank, too? Uh, no. See, I'm annoying it. I'm a, 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 I'm you do not you ain't got a chair? Well, uh, hmm. Ooh, glory. I got show. See, I'm annoying it. That's all I, that, 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 that's all I do. Okay. Okay. Well, brother. Yes, ma'am. Can I talk with you for a moment? Sure. Tell me, tell me about how known I am. <laughs> Can't you see? Look at look, look at the suit I got on. Well, you just told me how anointed you are. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Yes. Tell me. I'm telling you because I love you. Ooh, I, I feel it. Tell me. I need to tell me something good too. Yes, I'm going to tell you something good. Oh, lay it on me, sister. Lay it on me. I bet you, I got something else. In. It'll tell them what's coming next. Just lay it on me. Okay. Well, let me tell you. Yes, God loves you. Mm-hmm. He loves you so much mm-hmm. that he wants me to share this word with you. Okay. To let you know. Who tell it, sister. That, you know, for God so loved the world mm-hmm. that he gave his only begotten son. He loved everybody. 
It doesn't matter what you have, what you don't have, what you do, what you don't do. God loves us unconditionally. It's not about what we do. It's not about what we have. And everything that we have comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I also want to let you know that the Bible says to let your light so shine mm-hmm. before men that they will see your good works. And I know you talk about all the good things that you do, but it wants to glorify the Father which in he- is in heaven. Don't want people to see you. You want to be a representative of God. You want to represent Jesus Christ. Uh, but when you start talking about yourself and all that you have and how anointed you are and if everybody do what you did, they can have what you have, that's causing people to look at you, how much money you got, what you drive, all these things. And you, you're making people glorify you instead of God. That's not drawing people to God. It's drawing people to you. And you know what else? The word of God says. Mm-hmm. Pride comes before a fall. So you got to be careful taking God's glory because he's a jealous guy. He would not share his glory with another. And the higher up you are, brother, the harder you'll fall. So you so you, excuse me, go ahead. So you said I'm, I'm, I'm prideful? I've been yes, walking in pride? And you've been walking in pride. I ain't been walking in humility? No, sir. You have to but, humble yourself before the mighty hand of God. So all of these things that I possess, it, that I, I look, that's not the way that I thought that it was just, you know, I was just so anointed and, and I was appointed and all these things come well, to me that way. I was just. Well, you, you are anointed, but when you walk in your flesh, the anointing cannot be in operation because the flesh, there's no good thing that dwelleth in it. But when you walk in the spirit, the spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost can be glorified through you. Okay. Well, so, hum- you know, stop. When you want to tell about, make your boast in the Lord. Tell what the Lord has done. Don't make people, don't draw the attention to you, but draw the attention to God. Share your testimony so that other people can can see the Lord working in your life, not to see you and everything that you possess. Yes. And, and, and if you humble yourself, mm-hmm. in due season you shall be exalted. And when, mm-hmm. when the Lord exalts you, mm-hmm. you, you, you're not going to, come down but when you exalt yourself you you can fall and crash and burn mm-hmm. so sister thank you for that word thank you for your obedience because i have a misunderstanding and i was thinking that because i was i thought i was still only an opponent that i possessed these things but you really enlightened me and and i was see where i was working in the spirit of pride and and everything to follow that follow the spirit of pride i just i i, I grab hold to all the wrong things um, and the things I feel I possess, I just agree who to the wrong answers. And I, I, I appreciate you enlightening me on that. And I think that uh, from now on, I'm going to look at things in a different light. Well, to God be the glory. And God's God doing a good work. He's begun a good work in you, and he shall perform it to the coming of Jesus Christ. And he's done a quick work because you humble yourself real quickly. You are very teachable, so God can use you. So Amen. to God be the glory. To God be the glory, sister. Amen. Amen. Hi, honey. Let me tell you about my day at work. 
Let me tell you about my dad work. Okay, how you doing? Look, it was really stressful today. Now, you know how I went to night school, got my GED. Yes. Went to college, community college, right? Put got my hard, degrees, right? Put in the hard work. I did the hard work. I did what the boss asked me to do. Yes. Okay, I stayed longer than anybody else. Oh, yes, you did. I, I put in more production than anybody else. You know, I work on the weekends when they ask me to work. Uh-huh. And still, they promoted Jane and not me. What? Yeah, promoted Jane and not me. Jane, Jane don't deserve nothing. Okay? Uh-huh. Jane kissed butt. All right, now. All up the bosses behind. Come on now. Think, okay? about, what, think about what you're saying. No, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. This is just to tell you how I feel. I should have okay. got promoted. They promoted Jane today in my spot. My spot. That was supposed to be my job. Uh-huh. I've been busting my behind for a year for that particular spot. Yes. And they gave it to her. That was my job. Wow. Not Jane's job. That was my job. And I'm thinking about quitting. What? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can. You you got a paycheck coming in until I find something wait else. Now. Wait a minute now. Wait nothing. S- slow down. Slow down now. You got to think about that. What? Look, your check can cover until I find another job. Yeah, but wait a minute. Promotion comes from God. Hmm. Now, you got to be patient and just wait. And he's going to deliver. But you got to believe. You got to get into into the word of God. Well, I have been working. Now, ain't you a woman, a a lady of God? Yeah, but I've been working so much. I ain't been in my word. I ain't been before the Lord. I just been before me. (laughs) Thinking about what I want, what I deserve. Well, don't the word say God will give you promotion in time? In due season? Yes. Huh? Yeah, but I want my due season when I want it. Yeah, but that that's you, though, right? That's yeah. you. That's not God, is it? No. Huh? No. Think about it. Now, come on. You've been praying for me? Yeah. Okay. So what do you think is going to happen? you got to believe. you got to believe to receive, right? Right, right, right. And you got to get into the Word of God. Right, right, right. And then what, right. what do I say? Promotion comes from God. Right. Okay. So you can't, and you can't. Worry about what somebody else is getting. That's what's for you is for you, right? Right. Huh? Right. You right. Thank you. I thank God for you. And I thank God for Sonia for letting me have you. <laughs> She's outside in the car. <laughs> but honey, I thank God for that. I needed that because I felt like I was doing all the work, so I should get it. But you're right. Yeah. Promotion comes from God, and he'll do it. Yeah. And, you know, a, a lot of time, it, and, and uh, we don't think about it. We always put I, I, I. But what, what about God? Yeah. God said he don't need no help. But we want to we get, get in God's way. You know, and what happens when we get in God's way? We make a mess of it. Right. You're right. Because so, i I got to call my boss because I put something on his behind. Ooh, see that? See, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. And thank you. Thank God for you. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Hey, Sister Jan, how you doing today? Hi, Kwana, how are you? I'm good. You got a minute to talk? Sure. Good. 
Well, I was told to ask you, um, since somebody is out today, the person who usually clean the bathrooms, I was asked, would you clean the bathrooms after service today? Oh, really? You can't find nobody else to clean them? Well, I was asked to ask you. They oh. see you fit to clean the toilets. Oh, they did? Yes. I am so anointed. I am too anointed to clean some toilets. Jennifer, you, you need to humble oh. yourself. I'm the leader. I've been put in this place to tell you what to do, and you need to do it. Oh, is that right? That is right. You sit and clean every Tuesday, and now you're going to come up and rebel against me? Oh, my God. You're trying to provoke me oh my to sin and be arguing in here when you just need to go in the bathrooms and clean them. <laughs> this is so hard for me because I want to say, sure, I will clean them twice. <laughs> Sure, this is hard for me. This not this not my weakness, right? <laughs> oh my God! Sorry, y'all. Sorry, I messed up the skin. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, but are you, are you sure you don't have nobody else you can get to clean them toilets? Because you know I, I'm do, I'm already doing this. I got to go over there and do that, and I got tea on, and I just don't have time to do it. You, you sure you don't have nobody else to do it? If Sis, I have to do it, I will obedient. do it, but you I really need you to find somebody they else. They told me to ask you. Oh, my goodness. I am so anointed. Lord, I thank you. You're not that anointed because you're acting oh. a mess right now. I ain't got time for this. That's why I'm going to deal with people in here. Oh. You just can't do what you're asked to do. <sighs> Lord, have mercy. Can you clean the toilets? Uh, no, you will clean the toilets because that's what you was asked to do. Oh, my God. I, hey, y'all. What's going on? Um, hey, Brother Manny. How are you? Hallelujah. I'm doing good. I mean, Brother Manny, can you please tell Jennifer if I was asked to tell to ask her to clean the toilets because somebody is out, she's supposed to do it. But, Brother Manny, you know I'm so anointed. I, I, I shouldn't be cleaning the toilets. They should have somebody to do that, right? Well, sis, you are anointed, you know, but... It's a time and a, and a season for everything, you know, and, and right now you have to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. He exalts you in due season. There's some things in you that's got to be worked out of you. You know, it's a lot of pride. You don't want to submit one to another. You don't want to submit to your leader, you know. So there's some things that got to be broken out of you, you know, before God can bring you forth, you know. So you got to humble yourself. And, you know, you striving. Yeah, you. You striving, you know. <laughs> All this strife, you know, all this strife in the church is uncalled for, you know. The servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all, you know, able to teach, patient, in meekness instructing her, you know. You, you, you basically come to her in strife, you know. And I really thank you for that. And I'll say, woe is me. You are my leader. You are, I am up under you. And whatever you tell me to do, I will do it. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry to forgive me because I shouldn't have come to you in that way. I should have humbled myself, and it's just showing me I'm in pride. It's not about me and how I want things done. So please forgive me for not being who I'm supposed to be in Christ. And I love you. I love you, If you, you too. clean the toilets or not. Amen. <laughs> <laughs>
Don't don't read it yet. Just okay. act. Just do it. Oh, okay. That's okay. Yeah, down you put this scroll in. Getting about one o'clock. Putting scroll. Scroll in. What time is it? Gosh, it's got about two thirty. It's hot out here. I thought I had some help coming. Gosh. Putting scroll in up under the things by myself. It looks like <laughs> checking all the scroll up under the trees. You know, balance it. It's four o'clock. Hey, bro. You ready to put that straw down? <laughs> Man, it look like, look like you finished. I'm sure I'm tired. Man. You, <clears throat> you waited, I got finished just about to come out. I mean... I thought we said we was going to be out here around 12 o'clock. And we said 4 o'clock, man. I'm, it's it's, it's 4 Manny. o'clock, man. I'm here. Brother Manny, come on now. We said 12 noon that we was going to come out Saturday and put scrub up under the trees at the church. Nah, brother. I'm... And you told me you was going to be here. Yeah, 4 o'clock, man. You told me you was going to beat me here. 4 o'clock, bro. I'm on time. You, you, know, you, you know, you probably got a lot on your mind, man. You probably heard something different. So, Brother Manny... We didn't agree to come out here at 12 o'clock to do scroll? No, bro. I, I know better than that. It was 4 o'clock, man. You're four hours late. That's what I told you, man. I'm right on time, man. Yeah, I'm finished now. Yeah, that's a good job, too, man. But I'm... I'm... Well, brother, man, you did say it. Nah, brother. I know, I know what I said, man. I know what I said. All right, I give you. You say it. Let me see here. Can, can we go back in the office... Yeah. And, uh, can we take the camera? Oh, you had it on tape? <laughs> I heard Pastor say the tape don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> Doing good, man. Uh, All right. What time are we supposed to be out there tomorrow to get that straw? We're going to come uh, 12 noon. Noon? Yes, sir. Okay, man. I'll be there sharp. 12 yeah. noon on the dock. You know, I like to be on time. All right. It's going to be hot. It's all right, brother. I'll be ready. I'll be there at 12 o'clock. All right. Well, we'll be there. All right, brother. All right. That ain't me, man. <laughs> that ain't me, brother. Brother Manny. That sound like Brother Calvin, man. <laughs> brother Manny. I ain't going to argue with you, man. That wasn't me, man. Brother Manny. I- I'm going to tell you right now, uh, woe is me. I mean, why we argue? You done it with it anyway, man. Let's, well, you know. I guess, I guess it was my fault. I was late, uh, but uh, I could have sworn they said that it was you, you know. And it's yeah. got your picture up here, and you know the tape don't lie. So I just want to tell you, you know, uh, maybe maybe it's my fault that uh, that I wasn't here a little early because you told me you was. But the tape don't lie. So the thing is, is uh, I don't have no problem with it. We got it done. And I guess we can go to Highway 57. I heard they got burgers. All right, brother. That'll work. God bless. That'll work, man.
Now, let me ask all you guys something. First, I'm going to have um, Jamie and Jennifer. Jennifer, come up and read what was on your paper. That husband tells the wife, I pay the bills, I take care of you and the family. Without me, you would not make it. I could have any woman I wanted, but I settle for you, and you will do what I say in this house or leave. How would you handle it? <laughs> this happens. Mm-hmm. For real. With Christian folk. With the ones that say they're supposed to know God. And they get fed up. So how did Jamie and Jennifer Skit portray what she read? How was it handled? She humbled herself. Let me ask y'all a question. When did she humble herself? After she went off. But what did she do? Come on. She prayed, and she handled it when? Okay, thank you, Jennifer. Okay, Kathy, come up and read yours. You hear a church member bragging on what they have and how anointed they are. And if people were like them, they would have what they have. How would you handle the situation? Okay. How did Kathy and Rick handle what she read? How was it handled? Through the word. What did y'all see mainly with Deacon Newton? In the beginning. It was all about him. Did y'all notice that he did not recognize that he was making it about himself? Did you recognize how Kathy came in and told him? How did she tell him? Out of love. She spoke truth and love. What did she do? She let him do what? Finish. And then she came in with the what? And she came in with what? Did she leave him to himself? Do we leave people to themselves when they're boasting and bragging about them? When they're unaware of what they're doing? Do we leave them to themselves? Thank you, Kathy. No, hold on to it. Who's next with the paper? Right. Come on, um... Athea, and then you can come up next, Tyson. Oh, you got to...
There you go. Amen. Okay, let me say something on that point, too. Like Tyson said, he knew he was not wrong, but he humbled himself and just went on. But understand what we have to do with that, too, even on his behalf. If he don't completely empty himself of what just occurred and don't really seek the Lord on what just occurred, he could bury it. And then another situation will come up related to that situation and then that's going to come up with it so we really have to check ourselves when we get into these arguments and say really be honest once we leave the scene god i'm hurt god you got to help me because i was going to really go off on this man see we can't play it off we have to be real y'all and this is why we dealing with so much pride, so much offense, so much strife, because we act like we okay, but deep down inside, we're not okay. Come on, Thea. Um, this, my paper says, you are talking to your husband about your accomplishment and how you work harder than anyone on your job and how you deserve the promotion, not your coworker. What would be the husband's response? Okay. We saw what Athea was doing and we heard what Terry said. Was it handled well? Anything else you want to add to that with them? Athea was tired. She was fed up. She knew she was working hard. She knew she deserved that promotion better than the one that was sitting down all the time. So she come home to tell her husband how she felt, and then the husband did not agree. Is that not God? And he handled it in what type of way? A loving way. Because most men, when you messing with some money in that house, would start cussing, fussing, and say, Honey, you right. We're going to go handle that thing. But when you um, are in the word of God, no matter if it's your wife or whoever it is, you got to give them what? Truth, the word. Come on up, Kwana. Who got the paper? Oh, Tyson, I told you to come up next, Sentner, to read yours. Turn your mic on, Tyson. We have to learn how to handle ourselves in situations. Mine would say, mine say that <clears throat> you are in a disagreement with a church member over something that you did not say, but they said you did say it. How do you handle this situation? Okay. Y'all saw the situation. Brother Manny said he did not tell him he was coming at 12. He told him he was going to be there at 4 o'clock. Tyson gave him the recording, and he said, it's not me. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Y'all laugh, but this has happened. So what do we see in this? 
What do we see that was going on? Pride and lies. <laughs> pride and lies. See how pride need the lies? Yeah. So you see how that situation, you see how Tyson handled that situation. He was even willing to go out to eat with him at the end. But Manny was still saying, I, that wasn't me, that he blamed it on Cal. Is that not what we do? Because guess what? We don't see ourselves. And a person that's really in pride, y'all, their heart is so hardened. Even if they heard their voice, it's not them. Y'all, this is serious business. Even if they heard their voice in their head, that's still not me. Because they don't want to come down. Come on, Kwana. Vangelis Newton said they need mental health then. You see two church folks going back and forth in a heated disagreement. How would you handle it? Okay. Manny witnessed. Now, it was between Quana and Jennifer. Manny was hearing the argument, even though he was not a part of the argument. Was it right for him to step in? Everybody's saying yes, but do you do that? No. Let's just be honest. So he stepped in. He didn't only deal with Jennifer with the word. He dealt with the one that was telling her what she needed to do. Was that the right way to do it? Thank y'all. Who, is this yours, Jennifer? Can, is that your paper? Who, who left their paper? No, Tyson has his. This is what I want you to do. Um, Everything that y'all heard tonight, was it based around what you've been being taught? Mm -hmm. So the ones that have those papers, even the ones that had the single papers that answered the questions, I want you to meditate on what you have in your hand all week. And I want you to come back in here Tuesday after you have meditated and let me know what the Lord has given you. But I want you to take those very papers and give them to somebody else that did not have them, and let them meditate on them as well. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Is there a test on <laughs> That is the test. You know what I mean. Meditate on that for a week, and I want you to come back and say, how did that help you, period. And then give it to somebody else next week. Oh, next week. Give it. Uh-huh, next week, give it to somebody else. But the skits now, I know, um, Athea, I know you don't have a husband. But I know it'll benefit during the week to be helpful to somebody else and see what God is showing, even with marriage. So take those papers, meditate on them, because I'm going to tell y'all something. Since this teaching has been going on, all H-E-L-L has been breaking loose. Around us, everything has been happening. Things have been coming. You get tested by what you're being taught. And it's how you handle the test. And if you're getting taught well in the word, you're going to know how to handle the test. You need to be giving God glory because God said it's taking you higher in me. And you can help someone else through what you're going through. And the biggest thing is in all of this teaching is me, myself, and I getting over you. 
when we get over us, we can love others better than we love ourselves. Because when you love others better than you love yourself, you done got rid of me, myself, and I. So that's what this teaching is about. And I pray that it's helping all of us to see where we are and what we need to be doing. And we don't need to be lying to ourselves. We need to say, okay, Father, I still got some things going on that I need your help with. And the more you go to him, the more he's going to show you. And it's to help you, not to hurt you. Amen? Did anybody have anything they want to say based on what you heard tonight? Jennifer? This was real for me. Get your mic, Jennifer. (laughs) This was... This was real for me. It's been 20, it's been over 25 years. But I didn't handle it like I did tonight. I told him, <laughs> You know I love them animals better than you when I was dating you. And my mama told you I love them animals better than you when I was dating you. And bye. And he left. <laughs> so, so um, I thank God for the teaching we get up in here. So, Amen. Lord Jesus, don't send me another test like this. <laughs> and Jamie, you played that part well. I was shocked. You did good. You did good. Mm-hmm. Did anybody else have anything through the uh, skits or through what was being um, the questions? Tisha, did you say something? Okay. So we all good? All right. Sister Deborah, can you close us out in prayer?